Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local River Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. I'm drinking tonight a lot. Yep. Hey, everybody. Hi. This is Pillow Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been a day. It's been really (laughs) interesting. (laughs) An interesting day. Uh, welcome everyone to uh, the P Talk. Yes. Uh, this (laughs) This is Bill. And that's Nick. Yes, the man with the uh, two-week-old two or week-old pants that haven't been washed. And <laughs> uh. yeah, Nick's wearing uh, Okay, guys, so, so you know how sometimes when, when you work and, um, and you know, you, you go to work, it's Friday, and you're planning on doing laundry over the weekend, and, and you think, you know, these pants probably aren't that dirty, right? I mean, we've all been there. We've all We've all been there. <laughs> Where you go, eh, they're they're dirty, but they're not uh, dirty, dirty. Yeah. They're 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 cleanish. Yeah. Well well Nick did that this morning. Apparently my first cue should have been that they were at the bottom of the well, dirty clothes. Yeah, so so Nick went to go grab the pants that, he that weren't yesterday. that dirty. No, they weren't that dirty. I wore them yesterday, that was it. And uh <laughs> so they were fine. Heck look look. Those are still clean where I come from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he went to grab them, but instead of grabbing yesterday's pants, Nick, what did you grab? Uh, last week's pants. That were underneath all the other dirty clothes. Dirty clothes from last week. And your pants today, what's their current status? Uh, well, I'm uh, spraying a lot of Glade on them. <laughs> uh, Glade, yeah. everyone. Because uh, I don't have Febreze. Uh, <laughs> uh, they uh, they smell pretty gamey. <laughs> <laughs> gamey enough that he's self-aware about it. Oh, I was real self-aware about it. I was like, uh yeah, so yeah, it's a thing. Just spray a lot of Glade. Dirty pants, Nick. Dirty pants, Nick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nick, you and I uh, t- today we do work together. Yes. Uh, today was a particularly strenuous day at work. I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna just leave it at that. Yeah, but for a strenuous uh, week. <laughs> if uh, we are recording this on a Friday, yeah. uh, if today's podcast does seem particularly uh, slap happy, yeah, the reason for it is because. Yeah, it's a good thing it's Friday. Yeah, because we are. <laughs> we are slap happy. I gotta come back and do it again. Oh, Nick, I'm sorry to hear that. Nah. No, I truly am sorry to hear that. <laughs> uh, so we would like to welcome everyone to a slap happy episode of Pillow Talk. Yeah, it's about to get nuts. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, Marketing this to squirrels. <laughs> oh, I like that. It's yeah. an untapped. It's like when on Scrooge when they wanted to market the show to cats. <laughs> it's an untapped market. An untapped you market. You make a lot of Scrooge jokes right now. It's that time of year, huh? It is that time of year. <laughs> we watched uh, Christmas Vacation last night. Yep. Uh, Scrooge will be happening soon. Yes, that's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, Scrooged. Nice. Mm-hmm. So Scrooge. you can watch it in HD. You can watch that, and then you can watch a very Murray Christmas. Oh yeah, like a Bill Murray double shot. Yeah. Two for Tuesday. Two for Tuesday. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, today's episode, we've got, uh, Nick, we've got a couple of things that we've got going on early, and then we're going yep. to bust out 
uh, another edition of the Tin Hat Society. Yeah. Which is pretty exciting. Yeah, we all like the Tin Hat Society, correct, people? Let me hear from the audience. <sighs> settle, settle, settle. You may all stay seated. Yes, please stay seated for the duration of the podcast. Yes, but if you would all rise for our national anthem. <laughs> America, America, yes. this is you, right? Yes. No, it's, it's O Canada. Oh. Or, or the hey. song. My mother's happy that you just made a positive Canadian reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay. Happens every now and then. Every once in a while. Um, Again, they make okay beer. It's what I hear. Yeah, you don't uh, drink beer. Nope, not a beer drinker. No. Uh, liquor is quicker. Uh, yeah. They do have a good Canadian whiskey. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Now I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I've also... Uh, Grey Goose, I assume, is Canadian. Yeah. Just seems Canadian. Sure. Goose. It's a goose. Yeah. Yeah. Damn Canadian so It's geese. got A in it. A? Yeah. It's, it's pronounced gray. Gray, eh? <laughs> it's gray, eh? Hey, let's go have some gray, eh, goose. Gray, eh, goose. Gray, eh? Go and we'll have some bacon. Maybe. Gotta maybe show, some... Gotta shovel my driveway. <laughs> Again, eh? Yeah. Got another 16 inches of snow today. Eh? <laughs> we'll go we'll go in the toboggan. Maybe go down to Big Hill this weekend, eh? Get some back you know, bacon and a toque. You know how Bollywood and how India has their own. Their own uh, uh, I'm really interested to see where this is going. You know how India has their own, uh, 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 basically movie. Uh, yeah, the Bollywood their, their own, industry. Their own sure, sure. Uh, what if Canada had their own, and it was just like they made their own movies? Like, that would be so like great. Canadian Hollywood. That Everyone would be was awesome. real polite. And like, <laughs> Man, we know you want to do this for only a hundred thousand dollars, but we think we could probably get you in for about six. <laughs> you know, I uh, you think about the actors that they would have. I mean, like just, Eugene Levy and John yeah, Candy, and just <laughs> Rick Moranis would just like he'd be the uh, he could be like the Godfather yeah, of the Canadian yeah, film industry. Yeah, exactly. He'd be the Al Pacino. <laughs> okay, Nick. Like I got to do. I got to do a movie. <laughs> it's a pitch. Yep. We are going to make a movie. Canadian Hollywood? Called Canadian Hollywood. And it's going to be about this with Rick Moranis as like the head of the Canadian Hollywood studio, but he's an evil head. We could pull him out in on this. He would totally do it if it was the right idea, right? Sure. I mean, you'd hope. So it would be like a comedy uh, with with uh, Rick Moranis as the bad guy, yeah. the big movie producer, uh, starring all of your favorite Canadian stars with music by Nickelback Ugh. and Alvaro Levine. No. No? No. Who else is there? That's pretty much it, right? Oh, I'll find a Canadian band. A better Canadian band than yeah. Nickelback? Yeah. No Nickelback? No Nickelback. Okay. Didn't they well, get rocks thrown at them? Probably. Yeah, they did. Probably deserved to have more thrown at them. It's probably. Nickelback. Uh, if you hate Nickelback as much as we do, you can find us at localflavorproductions.net. Yeah, also on uh, the Facebook, uh, Facebook yeah. at facebook.com slash pillow podcast. And at pillow podcast on the twitter yes i don't know why i just got real quiet there and it's okay it was just seemed like something i had to do uh you may also hear chewing sounds guess what dylan <laughs> Woohoo! uh not because we're well, we're gonna eat food but because we haven't had a chance to eat food yet and we're both really hungry <laughs> i'm freaking starving so am i uh, oh i'm so hungry and i I should have bought something that I liked, like that I know that you just like bought tastes food delicious. That was different. I just, what, do you, what do you have here? Kicking chicken taco, uh, chicken Pringles. taco. Yeah, I, I, I. What's in there? Let me see that. I bought like so. Uh, this is a, it's chicken, kicking chicken taco, uh, potato crisps, 
Nick, there's a picture of a taco truck on here. Yeah, that's what drew oh, me to it. Oh, it's uh, it's a food truck flavor. It says. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, uh, so those are Pringles. Mm. I don't. I don't. I never had those. So I was like, eh, whatever. Uh, but then I found these cheddar bacon mac and cheese Lay's potato chips. All right, which have been stepped on. Uh, apparently. Thanks, Tammy. And also, I found. Uh, Kettle cooked Greek town Euro potato chips. Greek town Euro potato chips. What is yeah. wrong? Don't, doesn't Jay's just make or Lay's? Jay, sorry, Jay's is a potato chip brand in Chicago. Sure it is. Uh, it is too. Uh, don't they just make like potato chip flavor? Yeah. Is that they also available? make pickle flavor? Gross. No, it's awesome. You know what you do? You take the chips, you put it on your sandwich, and, and it's like you got pickles on there. Pickle chips. Yeah. It's, it satisfies the crunch and the taste of pickles. Did you want to bust one of those open? Yep. Make Dylan really uncomfortable? Yep. We want gyro or mac and cheese. Oh, my gosh. Or the Pringles. Or the just, Pringles. Just, just, just whip one out. <laughs> um, I think that might have come out the wrong way. Hopefully not get cut. <laughs> if it came out the wrong way, if you were whipping it out, caught on the zipper. Gonna have to rate this podcast PG thirteen, pretty much. Okay, so now which one are we going with here? This is the Euro Greek Town Euro. Greek Town Euro. It's probably got some sour cream in it, which I don't like. You don't like sour cream? Don't like sour cream. No, it's got tzatziki sauce. Oh my gosh, what smell is that? Okay, so so this chip, Nick, looks like a normal chip. Yep. Um, I'm hoping that if these got some smell f- terrible, uh, the smell of my bad smell of my breath will ma- will mask the bad <laughs> smell of my <laughs> my pants. <laughs> We are such a wreck. Uh, yep. Okay, Greek Town what? Uh, Greek Greek Town Euro. Hold on. Okay. Uh, they smell like. It's not the greatest smell in the world. No, it isn't. No. Okay. Whatever. In, d- down the hatch. Yeah. There's that sour cream I told you was going to be in there. It's not bad. Smells a lot worse than it tastes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Somebody put that on a t shirt. It smells a lot worse than it tastes. Yeah. <laughs> we sell about 100 of those. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't bad. No. Yeah. It and wasn't great. No. Now I want cheddar bacon. Go for it. Sorry, that's that cheddar bacon mac and cheese. Is that's that what cheddar is? bacon mac and cheese from Lay's. The fine folks at Lay's, now with less leakage. <laughs> Find folks at Lay's who make us buy their chips to try them. Yeah. Maybe you send My those. wife would be super happy, though. I've gotten two chips. She likes the ones that are curled on each other. Oh. These are her favorites. Yeah. Do you have the double um, overs? Now let's see something here for just a second. Yes. First of all, it smells cheesy. Um, Mine smells just, like a dog treat. Just. Yeah, it smells just like a snossage. It does smell like a snossage. <laughs> this is terrible. I was just looking to see if there was any MSG in these chips because that will make my wife die. Madison Square Garden? Nope. A monosodium glutamate. It would make her die? It's a spice. Yeah, she's allergic to it. It'll give her an asthma attack and makes her die. If she doesn't get her inhaler. Yeah. How does she eat Chinese food? Uh, we ask for it without MSG. Oh. Surprisingly, they're very happy to oblige. doesn't appear that there's MSG in here, but there's got to be. Interesting. Fortunately, it doesn't make me die. Okay, cheddar, bacon, mac, and cheese. The, you that know the, smells like a snossage. The picture on the bag looks really good. It does. You know what I think why it smells like a snossage? Because snossages, as I recall, we don't feed them to our dog now. Mm-hmm. Snossages, I believe, were bacon and cheese flavored. Oh, so the, yeah, these are have, if you have a pet, these, this is a very unappealing smell. Yep, um, still gonna eat it because 
we've all ate sausages from time to time, right? <laughs> I've eaten them. We, I mean, we tried, we tried one, right? You... Yeah, that whole bag smells like a bag of sausages. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to eat this, but I'm going to eat it under protest because I really <laughs> feel like this is going to taste like a dog treat. It's going to, I think it's going to taste awful. It's, I, okay, ready? Yep. This, uh, okay, folks, now. You're never going to know us after. Oh. It smells horrible. Yeah. We're never not going to have tried one of these again. You realize that? That, yeah. that we're on the, this we're like the on last, the edge of the cliff. Yeah, this is the last. If this tastes delicious, there's something wrong with us. Mm-hmm. And if it tastes horrible, then we'll never not know the taste of this flavor again. Oh, it's like bean boozled. What is seen can never be unseen. <laughs> what is tasted can never, never be untasted. Such oh, a, I'm gonna write. Hold on, that's that's a great slogan for Nick and Billy. Food, what is tasted can, can never, never be untasted. untasted. Patented trademark. Yeah. Uh, such what? is the, such is the word of Lay's. <laughs> hold on, I got to write that down because that's a brilliant. That's a T-shirt right there. <laughs> that's a good one. I want to get a Ron Funches "Take It to Church" shirt. Okay. Oh God, Nick. Okay, ready? Yeah. This, oh. It smells so sm- horrible. It's awful. It's like when I drank Steven Seagal's energy drink. Oh. Did you, you drank that? Yeah. What is have wrong you, with have you, you ever seen Steven Seagal's energy drink? No. Oh, it's awful. It's something terrible. No, oh, this smells. It tastes just... like a runny nose. Here, I'm gonna hold this up to the microphone. Can you guys here take a whiff? Can you smell? Can you smell that? <laughs> oh, it smells like sausages. Sausages. Oh. Sausages. Okay, let's just do it. Oh, I, oh, okay. okay. You ready? One, on three. One, two, two three. three. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it. That doesn't taste terrible. It tastes cheesy and bacony, and I kind of... I can see why dogs like the taste of snossage. <laughs> it doesn't taste bad. No. Um... No, actually, I liked it better than the Euro one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, Interesting. I would like to know, though, how the fine people at Lay's made that smell go through product testing. Like, somebody didn't go, oh, it smells like dog treats. No, this is great. You know, my dog likes chips. I like chips. It smells like sausages. It doesn't taste half bad, though. No, it doesn't. I would, I'll, eat, I'll eat those. You want to bunst into these kicking chicken tacos? Might as well. We already I mean, did since it. since we're here. Yeah. That was a great sound. It was a good sound. Kicking chicken taco. All right. More chips. Oh. Oh, no. That's not a good face at all. No, that's okay. It's like when you get that whiff of buffalo sauce. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. That is kicking. Yeah, these might be hot. Hold on. Hold on. What does that smell like? It smells like taco seasoning. It does smell like taco seasoning. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Ortega or Taco Bell taco seasoning, but we use the Ortega in my house. Well, who doesn't? It smells like taco seasoning. Yeah. Which, Ortega, Mexico, I mean, taco seasoning. <laughs> which, <laughs> it doesn't smell bad if you like the smell of taco seasoning, no, which I it, guess makes sense because they're taco-flavored chips. you got to get the flavor in there. What were you expecting, though? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I was in, I'm in the same boat, Nick. Wasn't expecting the smell of taco seasoning. I don't know what I was expecting. But I but don't know why I wasn't expecting the smell of taco seasoning. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm not afraid to try this one like I was the last one. No. It smells kind of like tacos. Yeah. yeah we'll see it reminds it. me of my childhood. <laughs> Shouldn't that be when me I grew up? That? When I grew up a poor boy <laughs> in southern New Mexico. When I, when I was a little nino. And <laughs> <laughs> 
No, when I we we had a very uh, a very close family relationship to uh, Taco Bell when I was a child. Oh, because it you made the mortgage payment. Yeah, so we ate there a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. You ran the ran the ran. We the made a run for the border very frequently, and so yes, reminds me of the good old days when I didn't have bills mm. or responsibilities, and I had a Nintendo, so I had everything you could dream of. This is true. Anyway, okay, ready? You're up. Okay, ready? No. Go. Oh, see, that's not bad. Um, I would almost say that one's good. Mm-hmm. Tastes like a burrito. It does. Oh, it's got a little kick on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to see any of these, they'll be in my bottom drawer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from... From uh, the time that we're recording this, probably until the time that we're uh, releasing this, because I'm a slow eater. Uh, <laughs> okay, nothing about you says slow eater, Nick. No, not at all. But <laughs> it, <laughs> it does it's, taste like a chicken taco. That's actually pretty darn good. <laughs> I mean, if you were that tastes like a chicken taco. Mm-hmm. There's probably some chicken bouillon and some taco seasoning. Yeah. Bam. Bam. Chicken taco flavor. That's really good. It's. That's actually not bad at all. Yeah. I'm going to leave these out so if we want some, we can eat them. I don't know if I want any more, but... You don't want any more? You want any of the other ones? No, no, no. I have my ham sandwich here. Monosodium glutamate. There you go. Yep, yep. Yep. Death Pringles. It's actually kind of sad. Mm-hmm. I feel like your wife misses out on a lot of food. We eat the original it. Pringles is what we do. Ah. Yeah. So your wife yep. misses out on a lot of stuff because of that. Mm-hmm. She does. It's a hard life. Can she eat carnival food? Uh, Sure. Why not? Doesn't that have it in it? No. Right? Because, I mean, I just get, like, a giant inhaler, like, look, I'm not letting this hold me back. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. yeah it's Give the, me that churro. The churros and said, that's all fine. That's all fine. Uh, I'm going to eat some Excuse these. me. So. Um, Nick, you were going to tell me a story earlier. Oh, about how the first time I told my wife that I loved her. Which is a little private. I feel like we should say that for our Valentine's episode, but let's have it out now. That's yeah, pretty funny. So we were talking while, about- I, while I turn over here and take a bite of my turkey sandwich or ham because we're out of turkey. Mm. I don't know whoever is running the purchasing department at my house, but they're fired. <laughs> Ham's fine. It's actually me. It's a fine substitute. Uh, a meat is a meat. Uh, I prefer a chicken, like a rotisserie oh, chicken. Oh, yeah. That's the big box right there. We can't. No, it's, afford, all the, it's all the same price. We can't afford the rotisserie chicken. It all comes. It's all the same price. Oh no, no no no! That's. I mean, you, oh, you're getting it sliced at the deli. No no no! This is like. I was gonna say Sam's. mine's mine's Farm Hill, like, like the Farm Hill stuff. Whatever comes in that red package. Uh, mine is uh, from Sam's, mm. so I can get a bunch of it for nothing because, because yeah, budgeting yeah. and stuff. Yeah, budgeting and such. You and know, such and such. Uh, so. We were talking with, uh, I was talking with uh, some co-workers about The Sims today. And funny story about The Sims. The, the Sim- video game The yes, Sims? Yes, yes. video where- with a mouthful of ham sandwich and mustard on <laughs> my lip. <laughs> a mouthful of ham. <laughs> that's the name of my rock album, A Mouthful of Ham. <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah. And, and the winner for best album of 2016 goes to Nick Rodriguez for A Mouthful of Ham. I think we just named the episode. <laughs> Every, every song is sung with a full mouth of ham. <laughs> 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 
Nick Rodriguez covers your favorite rock songs of the 90s and 2000s with a Speaking mouthful of, of ham. Um, 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 oh, I can't think of how Interstate Love Song goes. All I've got is Weird Al's Eddie Vedder stuck in my head. No, I'm trying to sing some Stone Temple Pilots. Oh. Because Scott Weiland died. Yeah. That's sad. It is. In his sleep. How old was he? 48. 48? Wow. That's real depressing. We just brought it down oh, wait, real wait, wait, wait. low. Um. <laughs> That's the best singing I've heard all week. Uh, Thank you, everyone. I stress the fact... me singing with a ham sandwich in my mouth. I stress all week. (laughs) Did you like Uh, that version of Interstate Love Song? uh, Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it was good. It was good. Yep. Uh, I feel like I could do the second verse, too. Do it. (laughs) <laughs> Bill's gonna choke and die from singing with a ham sandwich in his mouth. It's like the Austin Powers joke. Yeah. Mama cast ham sandwich. <laughs> How ironic would that be? Pillow, Pillow Talk podcast host, <laughs> Bill co host. Bill Heron died choking on a ham sandwich while imitating Scott Weiland, who also died. <laughs> Not while eating It'd a ham sandwich. It'd be totally, totally tragic. It would Great be. publicity for the podcast, true, though. True, true. Kill yourself for the podcast. Okay, I'll, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> uh, anyway, you So anyways, you were talking uh, about playing The Sims. Yes. Uh, so we, uh, we were playing The Sims, uh, you know, a lot when I was you know, a kid because The Sims hey, were out. Who was yeah, exactly. Um, and my character in The Sims, uh, obviously, when I was dating my wife, had a love interest who happened to be named Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, "Well, hey, your character in The Sims loves me. Why don't Why don't you love me?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I do love you." She was fishing. Yeah, I was like, Aww. I was like, well, I was like, well, I do love you. And I was like, "You tricked me." <laughs> like later on in the conversation, I was like, "Wait." You tricked me. And that was the first time that I told my wife uh, that I love her. Aw. And now we return you back to present day. I was watching Drop Dead Diva yesterday. Uh, Again. Yeah. uh, It was great. Uh, Who was the the special guest on Drop Dead Diva? Uh, Oh, we've got like. Probably like four more seasons to go, so we're like gonna, me and Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we're, so we're gonna do the diva drop down. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, who is the special guest? Is uh, um, a special guest Moesha. Moesha was the special guest. Moesha, Moesha oh, the special guest. Uh, uh, she was the special guest on this one. Each week they have one. Uh, last year was uh, or last year the last episode was Lance Bass and <laughs> uh, and Clay Aiken. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, so it was a very special themed episode. Yeah, yes, it was. Uh, it was about a certain couple who could not go to prom together. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and then before that was Kathy Griffin and Wanda Sykes. Oh man, so they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for oh, celebrities. Yeah, it's like D-list celebrities. It's not like Ralph Macchio in the show Psych because <laughs> that was great. So, 
Let me ask you a question, Nick. I was listening to last week's episode of the Pillow Talk podcast. Yes, fabulous. And episode. you were talking about dropped a diva. Uh huh. And about how she was returned to Earth in uh-huh. the body of a lawyer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you expand on that some more? Did she want to be a model again, or does she actually continue the law practice? Uh, no, she's still a lawyer. Uh, she actually is a, a very good lawyer. Mm-hmm. But um, she was a diva. But before. she was a she was a model, a skinny model, uh, came back in a much different uh, body. Um, uh, is she a larger lady? Larger lady, but uh, a very good. Uh, not only a very good. Uh, lawyer, but um, um, you know, still knows she she still knows about her past life. But um, and I, as far as I can gather, she doesn't know anything about lawyering. Well, right. I was just going to say, you, if if you're either going to know one or the other, and I've, yeah. I assumed that she was going to be a skinny diva in a larger woman's body, but who yes. doesn't understand being a lawyer? She doesn't. And I, I joined in the second season. Why didn't you watch the first season? Uh, my wife was already watching. I was like, I'm not watching that show. And then I caught an episode mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. yeah. I call that the Grey's Anatomy Syndrome. Uh, yeah. So uh, then I was like, okay, well, we're watching this. Uh, but So she's a good lawyer, uh, but uh, she couldn't tell anybody that she was who she was because you know, because she's aware that she, sure, you know, is this person that died. Uh, and because it's TV, right? Uh, uh, she, you know, uh, she told she did tell her her friend, her best friend, you know, from when she was a model, and they lived together and stuff. She was totally fine with it. She's kind of an idiot. Um, and then uh, her fiance actually started working the at diva's the law, fiance, yeah, at the law firm, not the not the yeah the 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 model's, the model's fiance. fiance started working at this law firm. So now they're all intertwined and. So does the fiance know that the nope. lawyer? Nobody but, else knows. And so the lawyer now has to try to convince the fiance to like her. Uh, not necessarily. Even though he's like he's moving on and things, and she's having her trouble out. with that. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay, it's very nice. Now she has this fat judge friend. Uh, he seems pretty cool. Judge Reinhold. Uh, could be. Okay. My name is Judge. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Nick, do we have anything else to add for Drop Dead Diva? No, Drop Dead Diva drop down is done. <laughs> Would it be okay if we uh, took a look into uh, the uh, Tin Hat Society? Yes, put on your hats. All right, hold it on. It helps I, to block the thoughts from the government. It does. Listen to the sounder. Aliens and flying saucers. In the New World Order. Area 51 in the Moon Land. Bigfoot and the Illuminati. Welcome to the Tin Hat Society. Put on your hats, it helps block the government from reading your thoughts. All right, Nick, that was our um, sounder that you haven't heard yet, because at the time we're recording this, it's not done. Yay! But how best to make Bill do something? Put it in the podcast, so yeah. I don't have a choice. Yeah, that doesn't work for me. It works usually for, well, pretty well for me. <laughs> You're much more put together than I am. Uh, it's because I'm the one who actually clicks the button to make the podcast go. Yeah. And because of that, uh, I have to get this done, because the completionist in me will go crazy. This is true. Yep. Uh, so Nick, what uh, would you want to talk about today? I've got a couple little conspiracy theories I thought might be kind of fun. Uh, let's go with your conspiracy theories because I forgot mine. 
All right. <laughs> you had one about um, it was about plastic co- coffins yeah. and stuff, but I don't remember where it was. Fair enough. Yes, my phone's all the way somewhere else. And okay, um, I have one, Nick. We kind of uh, I showed you a picture of a conspiracy thing, and I looked into it a little bit more. It's uh, it's called the Diet to Law Diet Diet Law Diet Law Pass incident. Okay, it happened in the Ural Mountains of Russia okay. back in 1959. Okay. Okay. So here, I'm just going to kind of read you what this was about here. So uh, the incident involved a group of 10 people from the Ural Polytechnical Institute, right? Yes. And they had set up camp for the night on the slope of this mountain. Yes. Um, They all died. Yeah. Oh, I remember this. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all died. Um, Investigators later determined that these skiers had torn their tents apart from the inside out. So they were in the tents and, like, tore them away to get out of their tents. Uh, some of them fled their campsite. Uh, some of them barefoot under a he- very heavy snowfall, like blizzard-like conditions. What the heck? Uh, although the bodies showed no signs of struggle, such as contusions and things, two of the victims had fractured skulls and broken ribs. Uh, Soviet authorities determined that a, quote, unknown compelling force had caused the deaths uh, they blocked access to the region for like three years because they didn't want anybody else having this happen to them. Uh, and then dude, it's tough to kind of piece it together because nobody survived, so they don't know really what yeah. happened. And it just says here kind of, although several explanations have been put into into the public consciousness, uh, including an avalanche, military accident, uh, a hostile encounter with a Yeti, mm-hmm. uh, military testing, radiation, all kinds of stuff. So... Any thoughts? Have you heard about this before? Uh, I remember you telling me about it. Okay. Um, we're, that's crazy. What you got? Be the voice of the people, Nick. Weren't they? Were they all found naked? Some of them were. Hold on, let me uh, get you this. Here. I'm sorry, I don't mean to skip ahead of. No, 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 no. It's all right. Um, okay, so before they were leaving, you know, whatever. Uh, basically, another student uh, who's just kind of hiking found a, a tent at the base of the mountain mm-hmm. and so that the ha- the tent was half torn down covered with snow uh, that it was empty and that uh, the group's belongings so clothes shoes everything been left behind that's weird in the middle of a snowstorm to yeah. just race from your tent investigators said that the tent had been cut open from inside uh, eight or nine sets of footprints left by people who were only wearing socks, a single shoe, or some who were barefoot, uh, could be followed leading down toward the edge of some nearby woods on the opposite side of the pass. So they're in this mo- this mountain pass, right? Camping at the base of the mountain. So they're not even on the mountain. No, they're like at the base of the mountain. Getting ready to climb. Uh, yeah, or not. I mean, whatever. Yeah. And uh, so they're camping at the base of this mountain. For some reason, in the middle of the night, they think, Uh hikers cut the tents open from the inside and left, going toward the woods kind of on the other side of the pass. Uh, So it's basically, let's see here, other side of the pass was one and a half kilometers, so almost a mile to the northeast they went. What the heck? Without clothes on, without shoes. Uh, At the forest edge under a large cedar tree, the searchers found the remains of a fire along with the first two bodies, shoeless and dressed only in their underwear. Uh, The branches on the tree were broken up to five meters high, 
uh, they put down here suggesting that one of the skiers had climbed up the tree to look for something. Uh, between the cedar tree and the camp where they had their tents, searchers found three more people who uh, had died, uh, they say here, in poses suggesting that they were attempting to return to the tent. And they were found at three separate distances. So they weren't all found together over okay. these 500 meters or, or over these over this mile. They were found in three different spots. Okay. Uh, searching for the remaining four travelers took two months as they were found under four meters of snow in a ravine 75 meters further into the woods than the cedar tree. What? Mm -hmm. Now, these four were dressed better than the others and that there were signs that the people who had died first had Mm -hmm. their clothes taken from them. So, So, like, here it says this uh, one guy was wearing somebody else's fur coat, while someone else's foot was wrapped in somebody else's pants. So you, I stole your coat, and the guy down the road is dressed in our next-door neighbor's, like, wrapped her pants around his foot or whatever. So they had the presence of mind to try to warm themselves or whatever. Well, sure, sure, sure. As people passed away, they took their clothes because yeah. they no longer needed them. Right. Okay. Kind of crazy, right? What the heck happened? I don't know. Okay, so... So, okay, journalists reporting the available parts of the... So everything was kind of kept very, very hush-hush. Um, you know, nobody gave a lot of... Like, there was talk that there were some indigenous people that might have murdered this group for encroaching on their lands, but they didn't really think that was the case. Okay. Uh, six members of the group died from hypothermia and three from fatal injuries. Um, mm. The victims had died six to eight hours after their last meal. Uh, they left the camp on foot, uh, and that there were no other footsteps. So it wasn't like they were chased or whatever. Hmm. Uh, Why would they leave the camp? This doctor said that the fatal injuries of the three bodies could not have been caused by another human being because the force of the blows had been too strong, and that there were no survivors. Uh, so there's some controversy. Could there? Have- so, twelve-year-old who would later become head of uh, there's a, so there's a, currently a foundation that like is in charge of this kind of thing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so one kid when he was twelve years old who he's okay. Let me try this again. So the guy who's currently the head of this organization that just trying to find the information out about the sure. place was twelve years old when he attended five of the hikers' funerals and recalled that their skin had been a deep brown tan. Kind of weird. Yeah. Another group of hikers reported that they saw a strange orange sphere in the night sky to the north and right of the incident. Similar spheres were observed in uh, another town in Russia and adjacent areas continually during the period from March, from February to March 1959. Okay. Uh, and that some reports suggest that there was a, gi- a great deal of scrap metal in and around the area, leading to speculation that the military had used the area secretly. Hmm. So, there are a couple of explanations, right? Hypothermia. Obviously, uh, a bunch of the hikers died of hypothermia. One of the possible explanations for what happened is that um, apparently hypothermia can induce a behavior known as paradoxal undressing, mm-hmm. where you're so cold you think you're being burned, so you take your clothes off. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Which, yeah, maybe, but they were in their tents when this started. Okay. Doesn't seem like what happened to me yeah now there is another theory that an avalanche <clears throat> caused the hikers desk 
deaths. And that's while initially popular, it has been questioned because there's some evidence out there that kind of contracts, contradicts, <laughs> contracts, <laughs> contradicts having an avalanche, uh, that there was no obvious sign of an avalanche taking place. That's what I was going to say. Did like rocks fall and kill yeah. the other ones? And then they were like, well, we need to go get help. Mm-hmm. And so basically it just says like the location of the incident did not have any obvious signs of an avalanche. Over 100 expeditions to the region have been held since the incident, and none of them have ever reported conditions that might create an avalanche. So they don't think that the avalanche could have been it. Um, now, they also do say here, too, that two of the people who were in the in this incident were Kennedys. No. Oh. Um, one of them was an experienced skier, and the other one was studying for his master's certificate in ski instruction and mountain hiking. You can get a master's in that? A master's certificate. I don't kinda, know what that means. Kind of blow off courses. Yeah. But, it, but basically, the, the, the thought is that both of these people would have been smart enough not to put camp in the path of a possible avalanche. Mm-hmm. Uh, another possible evidence or another possible uh, explanation is a Yeti. Sure. I could see Bigfoot doing that, but why would they rip their tents from the inside out? You think that they'd be ripped from the outside in yeah, with him trying to get in and I'm not trying to get out. My thing is that why are they why did they rip their tents? I don't know. So here's this I thing. feel like that's the key. Here's here's this guy named Radford. Um everything else Sweet is okay. Mili- military tests, blah blah blah. Ultrasound okay, so here's the, the explanation that kind of people people are kind of grabbing onto. So Radford's theory is that the group woke up in a panic on that fateful night. Oh, it's quote. The group woke up in a panic on that fateful night, cut their way out of the tent, either because of an avalanche that had occurred or because they were scared that an avalanche was imminent, and then that was the fastest way for them to all get out quickly. You know, cut the tent, we can all escape versus all going through the door. I can see that. But we've also decided that it probably wasn't an avalanche. Uh, They were poorly clothed because they had been sleeping and ran to the safety of the nearby woods where the trees would help to slow the snow, Mm -hmm. right? In the darkness of night, they got separated into two or three groups. Uh, One made a fire while the others tried to return to the tent to recover their clothing, since they believed that the danger had apparently passed. Uh, but it was too cold, they all froze to death before they could locate the tent in the darkness. At some point, some of the clothes may have been recovered or swapped, uh, as we saw, but at any rate, the group of four, whose bodies were the most severely damaged, uh, were caught in an avalanche and buried under 13 feet of snow. Uh, someone's tongue might have been removed uh, by scavengers... Um, Why do you remove a tongue if you? Were I don't know. Here? It's Soviet mafia. Oh, okay, it was a it was a warning not to talk. Yeah, in the Bolivian. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen enough Godfather movies. <laughs> uh, it says, in fact, it is clear from the medical examiner's report they all died from hypothermia. So there's no reason to question it. But that's it. No. Oh, okay. That seems really weird. And it's just in the absence of evidence, one wild theory is as good as the next. These are their stories. Boom, 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 yeah, he says here. Uh, he says here. Quote: uh, Exactly what caused them to flee their tent can be speculated upon endlessly, but there's no reason to assume that anything unknown or mysterious caused it. It seems weird to me, but mm-hmm. I don't spend a lot of time out in the cold. I don't either. I mean, I've. I mean, I think we've all been out in the cold long enough for like our ears start to burn. Sure. Right. Yeah, although, I mean, they were in... But I wouldn't take off my clothes. 
Well, you would. Okay, so if you were hysterical or not, you in the would. Right mind. Apparently, with hypothermia, which I've never had, praise <clears throat> the Lord. Uh, I don't think uh, makes it so that your stuff is your you know your extremities are burning so much that you feel like you have to take the stuff off because you're like, ah, oh, it's burning, it's burning. In reality, it's super cold. That doesn't explain though why ten people would cut through a tent. You know, you could see one person going crazy, mm-hmm. like, oh, Jimmy went crazy and he ran out because he was so cold and we couldn't find him, and then he froze to death. Mm-hmm. But ten people? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. So- and then for some of them to make a fire, and then just stay there? I, I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. I don't know. I know that's that one was really really bizarre to me. That was one I was reading. That's really really bizarre. I can't believe I never heard that until you brought it up that one time. Yeah, I was kind of reading that late at night. I was like, "What in the world is this?" Because that's creepy. Like, I mean, what if it was like a shining situation and one of them went crazy and went yeah. after the others and, like, you know, yeah, or like they had like cabin fever and, like, what if one of them went insane? And that's why they cut out the tent and ran. To get away from, from Jimmy, who was trying to stab everybody. Mm-hmm. But then there was no blood or anything in the tent. But Well, no, but what if like they could see him? Like uh-huh. They're like, look, well, he's... And they're like, we got to go. But then there were some found in a ravine. <clears throat> I mean, I guess you could see it. Maybe they were trying to trying to get out, and they slipped and fell. And sure. Fell down the ravine in the snow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Weird. It's odd. We'll never know. The world may never know. It's like, it's like how many licks it takes to get to the center of Tootsie Pop. Mm-hmm. The world may never know. We need to get that picture posted on the Facebook page. Yes, we do. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that now. So, good luck. A couple days ago. Yeah. It's a picture. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I thought that one was kind of weird. Yeah, it was. Give me another. I like this. You like this? I like this. Have you ever heard of... Let's see here. What other ones do I have? Have you ever heard of Plum Island? Is that where all the plums come from in the world? No. You said it with a pause, so <laughs> you're not really sure. I'm going to go on record as all the plums in the world come from Plum Island. All right. Uh, Plum well, Island. Yes. Well, go ahead. Is there a professor that... Professor it? Plum? Yes. No. So uh, Plum Island, for our East Coast listeners, uh, know that uh, Plum Island is located off the coast of Long Island, New York. Uh, mm-hmm. It was used as a military base during the Spanish-American War. And in 1954, uh, was turned into an animal uh, disease center by the government. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, the center was established to study foot and mouth disease in cattle. Uh, they be- can't even get their foot there. <laughs> I know. I don't get it either. Uh, it's a highly contagious disease, rare in humans, ravaged farms and stuff. So they set up this island. I can't believe you've never heard of Plum Island. I don't think I have. You need to watch more conspiracy but shows it wasn't at night. My, it wasn't my people that... <laughs> Or in the war, it was the the rich Spanish people. Uh, good yeah. point. Uh, European. So hippies. yeah, Plum Island. Lots of conspiracy theories about Plum Island. Like, uh, let's see here. Give me some. I bet I've heard of some. As an animal disease center, uh, Plum Island has been the focus of many dark government conspiracies, from top secret biological weapon experimentation during the Cold Is that War. Where Bat Boy came from? No, maybe. To the working ground for Nazi scientists recruited after World War II. They talked about, oh, man, what was it? Wait, was Plum Island, is that where they were supposedly developing the um, the uh, alien UFO? Like yeah, I think The so. saucer thing? Yeah. Okay. I, I, think I, have, I think I read it in the book Area 51. They're also, Plum Island is the, I think they're moving, like, 
or they moved. I can't remember which, and my head hurts now, so I'm having a hard time remembering. Um, but they either moved or are moving the stuff from Plum Island into like the middle of Nebraska. Uh-huh. Um, I read that somewhere a while ago. Nobody'd think of Nebraska. Uh, okay, but here's a more recent theory about Plum Island: is that okay. the more recent theory is that Lyme disease escaped from Plum Island. And they're basically saying this might be actually a plausible conspiracy theory. Lyme disease escaped from... Okay, I get it. I get it. So they developed it and then it spread? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, while the center was run by the United States government uh, in 2002 during talks of selling the island, it was transferred to Department of Homeland Security. Uh, The reason some people believe that Lyme disease escaped from Plum Island is because the island is located just a few miles off the coast of Lyme, Connecticut, which is where the first outbreak of Lyme disease was observed in 1975. While scientists say that all animals on the island are killed to prevent possible spread of disease, conspiracy theorists argue that birds regularly fly between the island and the mainland and thus are able to spread any diseases that they pick up. True. Uh, Unless they got one of those invisible fences like Kevin in the woods. Yeah, and they they certainly don't. Uh Some lady for some think tank uh, said that it's weird. Nobody wants to talk about it, that the doctors are scared to treat and diagnose Lyme disease. Government doesn't want to talk about it. I'm not listening to a lady in a tank. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This lady, I'm not going to give her any credit because she seems like a crackpot, uh, started considering a link between Lyme disease and Plum Island after she saw a press release describing how the Centers for Disease Control we're closing at Texas A&M University Biodefense Lab due to outbreaks of some really thing, weird things I can't talk about because I can't pronounce them, and they're both tick-borne bacterial pathogens. Oh. Uh, this led this lady to wonder about Plum Island. Uh, moving on. She's some, oh, she represents people as a pro bono attorney. Yeah, <laughs> of course she does. Uh, uh, she considers the government's attitude toward Lyme very strange. The number of cases jumped tenfold one year, she pointed out. Insurance companies don't cover antibiotics for Lyme. Really? Ooh. I always thought you put the Lyme in the coconut. Yeah, shake it all up. Sorry, the these are the worst the jokes ever. And you get together, uh, put the Lyme in the coconut. Um, okay, so let me read this. So the number of cases of Lyme disease jumped tenfold in one year, she pointed out. And insurance companies don't cover antibiotics for Lyme, even though one can easily get antibiotics for other conditions. Quote, Lyme disease is taboo, and I don't understand why, end quote, she says. Really? Yeah. Don't deer get Lyme disease? I think so. I think you can get Lyme disease from ticks. Can you, can, can you get key Lyme disease? No, that would be delicious, wouldn't oh, it? Yeah, it would make it, imagine it turned to green. Uh, from diagnosis to funding and research, many, I just got that, by the way, <laughs> many who suffer from Lyme are frustrated and confused and angry at the general state of Lyme disease treatment. Interesting. That I'd, um, oh, this lady's name has been changed at her request. Well, there you go. So we can say your name. No, we can't. We're still not oh, saying okay. your alias. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of interesting as well. Her name is Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Clinton. Clinton. That sounded really good. Did it? Yeah. That, that was, was my Kang Kodos. Yeah, it was good. Hello, Clinton. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, there. Then I mean, there. Nick, I opened up this this Wikipedia webpage on conspiracy theories. Is that what you did? Uh, that's not where I found this stuff, but. Oh my gosh, there were so many great conspiracy theories. There were, you know, like the, as you heard in the sounder, the New World Order and the uh, Freemasons yep. oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. Illuminati. Yep. But you've got, um, you've got, 
Barack Obama conspiracy theories, apparently. Oh, jeez. Uh, Is it the one where he was on Mars? Oh, no, that was a good one, though, wasn't yeah, it? that was the biggest crackpot. Oh, that was awful. Yeah, this one, a false rumor started circulating on the Internet around the time of the 2008 presidential election that Barack and Michelle Obama had inactivated their law licenses to avoid ethics charges. Why? I don't know. Uh, But apparently it's typical to inactivate your law license when you don't intend to practice law. Interesting. Yeah. Then there's the birthers. Whatever. Moving on from that. People just get over it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, what? It's a thing. Yeah. People will always be interested in it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) There's, like, medical development stuff. There's um, medicine stuff. But then the cool stuff was... Um, let's see here. Did you read uh, the Da Vinci Code? Yeah, like uh, Opus Days in here and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Extraterrestrials, evil aliens. There's always evil aliens. Here's a good one. Uh, rumors persist. Actually, I don't know if it's a good one. I didn't read it ahead of time. But it's okay. Hey, real time. <laughs> rumors persist that the 1952 Lynmouth Flood in <laughs> Devon, England, was caused by the British government scientists and the British military experimenting with artificial rainmaking. Or cloud seeding as part of a research program known as Proud Project Cumulus. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The floods caused the death of 35 people and extensive damage to buildings and the natural landscape. Hmm. A declassified official documents uncovered by the BBC appeared to lend some credence to the theory, and the incident was the subject of a BBC documentary. Hmm. It's almost as good as all the uh, Katrina theories about how Bush did it because he hated people of color. Oh, yeah. George Bush hates black puppets. <laughs> that is true. Uh, let's see here. I was watching... Uh, oh, never mind. What? Uh, well, no, I was at the car place, and they had uh, the lady from the Weather Channel on yeah. talking about how Fort Lauderdale is sinking because of climate change. And uh-huh. I'm thinking, lady, this is the morning. Can we stop talking about climate change? You just tell me what the weather's going to be like? <laughs> if I want... If I would like opinions on climate change... Uh, I'm trying to keep this apolitical here. Uh, if I would like opinions on climate change, I will get them from the internet. Yeah, I don't want them from the Weather Channel. I'll ask Roker. That's what. I'll <laughs> if I want to know something yeah. about the weather, I'll ask Roker. Here's a c- couple cool Coca-Cola conspiracies. Oh, and I'm a big fan of the uh, the Coca-Cola. Thank you for adding the a cola. A uh, cola. Because uh, if you say you're a big fan of Coke, you get put on a list. Yep, I get it. Especially when you put it out on the internet. Yep. Uh, a theory claims that the Coca-Cola company intentionally changed to an inferior formula with new Coke. Oh, yeah, so that they could bring out old Coke. With the intent of driving up demand for their classic product, later reintroducing it for their financial gain. That's yep. exactly right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, alternatively, people believe that the switch was made to allow Coca-Cola to reintroduce classic Coke with a new formulation using less expensive corn syrup. Mm-hmm. Uh, president of Coca-Cola at the time said, quote, the truth is we're not that dumb and we're not that smart. <laughs> uh, and then a number of people believe that Coca-Cola intentionally changed Santa Claus's colors, who today is often depicted in a red suit to benefit Coca-Cola as their cans and labeling is red. Wait, what was he? I have no idea. In before? Uh, I'd click on the link, but we don't have Wi-Fi uh, where we're sitting. Uh, the Wi-Fi. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, 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 and then the other thing, oh yeah, the frozen envelopes theory about how the Knicks got Patrick Ewing. 
What? You've, you've never heard of that one? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the theory is that um, in the 1985 draft, right, yeah. that the NBA rigged the draft because they would pick out envelopes. Uh-huh. So the, the NBA rigged the draft so that the Knicks could draft Patrick Ewing. But since the draft was done, like pick, picking envelopes and stuff, uh, what they did was the the conspiracy theory is that David Stern, um, they put the Knicks envelope into the freezer so oh. that it would be cold. And then when all the envelopes were um, put into a, like a bowl or whatever, he, waited, into, he felt he was the, able to the... feel the frozen one, plucked it out, and then that was the one that was the, for the Knicks. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's a big conspiracy theory. Hmm. And then there's the one that Michael Jordan was he his retirement his quote unquote retirement was a um, a gambling suspension put on him by the NBA. Really, mm-hmm. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, Jordan. Well, because he didn't live in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Jordan yeah, had a lot of uh, he was tied a lot to gambling, both casinos and on the golf course and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the conspiracy theory goes that Michael Jordan was quote unquote forced to retire by the NBA, but they let him play it off as like a retirement. Which is why, like, he came back a year and a half later, because his suspension was over. Uh-huh. And played for the Wizards. Well, because you can't. Well, no, he played for the the Bulls again, and then the Bulls won three more titles. I don't remember this. Yeah, so so the Bulls won. Oh my gosh, uh, I'm gonna say 91, 92, 93, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, then Jordan retired because his dad was tragically murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bulls did not win uh, 94, 95. Yeah, yeah, that's right, 94, 95. Uh, end of 95 and I'm all going from memory here guys so if I've got the dates wrong I, I apologize now uh, right toward like the stretch run of the season Jordan kind of came back wearing 45 mm-hmm. instead of 23 because 23 had been retired mm-hmm. came back the Bulls just kind of like missed out in the playoffs and stuff uh, so 91, 92, 93 so they didn't win in 94, 95 and then in 96, 97, 98 they won again yeah I believe that's right or was it And then he went to he go was, play for the Wizards. Or was it because he was making Space Jam? Uh no, I believe it the I honestly I I'm a firm believer I think the suspension due to gambling was was true. I think okay. that's what happened. Okay. I don't believe it was really a retirement when he went to play baseball and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think that's what happened. Okay. Uh, my money if I if you told me I had to put money on it, uh my money is on the moon landing being fake and mm-hmm. uh Damn to you, Buzz Aldrin. I don't care what you think. He's going to punch you in the face. Fine, bring it on. He's got to get on a stool. Um, <clears throat> he's got that He's got that extra gravity behind him. He's <laughs> weight training on the moon. Uh, I believe if you made me put my money on it, I believe that the moon landing is fake and that Michael Jordan was suspended from basketball. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's just me. Okay. Nick, I had uh, what I thought was some great uh, conspiracy talk. Conspiracy talk. About uh, Nikola Tesla? Yeah, let's talk about it. We don't really have time. Oh, okay. Let's save it for the Tin Hat Society Volume 3. Volume 3, Part 3. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, Tesla's an interesting dude. Um, he is. He had a lot of interesting theories. Did- he did. And you know what What kind of struck me the most? I guess we can kind of start Tesla Talk. Uh, is that Can we call it Tesla Talk? Tesla Talk. We'll do an episode called Tesla Talk. Okay. Uh, a lot of his stuff, he gets no credit for. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, mm-hmm. you know... Name the guy who's responsible for electricity. Uh, isn't that Ben Franklin? Well, yeah, you think Ben Franklin, and then um, you know you've got your your Thomas Edison. Well, Edison did the the DC the um, direct yeah. current. Yeah. Tesla did the alternating current, the AC. They're the reason that AC DC got yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, 
So Tesla did the AC, and I'm again, I'm going off memory here for this one too. Did he write Dirty Deeds? Done Dirt Cheap, yeah. yeah. Um, but Tesla did the AC. Uh, uh, Edison did the DC. Yeah. But while AC is the most common form of electricity, except in your car, mm-hmm. people. I feel like, and maybe this is just me, but I feel like people kind of credit um, Edison with inventing, you know, well, electricity and well, stuff. Well, wasn't there like a whole big? I mean, they they went back and forth trying to they prove did. the. You know, it's a big fight between them. Yeah, and Tesla. You know, one's not safe. Tesla killed a. Didn't Tesla uh, kill a? We're going to talk. We need to just do Tesla talk. Okay. Um, because there was. Tesla was at the Chicago World's Fair. Uh-huh. I read that book. Uh-huh. That was a good book, um, Devil in the White City. Uh-huh. But they were talking about how Tesla had entered in, they'd entered into a contract with Tesla to provide this new alternating current to power the place. It's just fascinating. And I don't feel like maybe it's just me. And maybe mm-hmm. I'm just the one who didn't know anything about Tesla. But, no, I know a little bit, but uh, but I feel like with what he's done, we should know way more about Tesla. Did, did they run in, did they talk about his? Dead, uh, his communication. With I don't think the, I even got that far into it. Oh, you we need to do Tesla that. talk yeah, in January. We need Tesla talk in January. Okay, um, because we've got a couple Christmas episodes coming up next. Yes, we week. do. Um, but yeah, look for look for Tesla talk coming in 2016 Woo-hoo. because I really feel like Nicholas Tesla is awesome. We could talk a lot about him. Yeah, and I guess I just didn't know anything about him. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's tons. Mm-hmm. He, he brilliant, and mm-hmm. and I feel like we don't do enough about so. Yeah, we're gonna do Tesla talk. That sounds good. Uh, the Pope dropped a dropped an album. Yeah, <laughs> you told me about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's called uh, it's called uh, Pope Pope Francis. Is that who the Pope is? Yeah. Okay, Pope Francis is called Wake Up. <laughs> it's a it's a spoken word album. Is it? Is it yeah. any good? Uh, I don't know. I haven't listened to it. <laughs> uh, let's but there, see. But there was a picture on the internet of him holding a microphone, and like it looked like he was like about to just roast somebody in a rap battle. And they were like, "Wouldn't it be crazy if Pope Benedict?" Or Pope Benedict, Francis. Pope Francis dropped the hottest album of 2015, and then uh, I, all of a sudden I was on iTunes and it was there. Let's see here. Let's see if I can get this just pulled up real quick for you here, Nick. Pope Francis, wake up. Uh, albums. What, what is if, the most? I what if it was just like his sermons over Trans Siberian Orchestra? I don't know. Let's see. Call me crazy, Nick. I don't. I don't know that I buy this. No. Grazie. Prima di tutto, vorrei fare una preghiera per il nostro I like the Pope. I think he's doing really good things. I think they should put this over rock music. Oh, that veneer make it make it rain in here. Yeah. Oh, here's one. It says, wake up, go, go, forward. People, God, our God, has blessed us. From him we have received mercy. A short of God's love, go out to the world. Are you sure this so isn't... That by mercy shown to you. Are you sure this isn't the new Coldplay album? Your friends, <laughs> co-workers, neighbors, countrymen, everyone of this great continent may know the mercy of God. It is by His mercy that we are saved. Speaks really broken English. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mr. Pope. Do you speak? 
and he sings. No, this isn't him. Oh, you don't know that? No. That could be him. No. Do you think Pope Francis, Pope Francis laid down a track for this? No. Oh God, what's going on? No, I want to turn it off, but I'm afraid to turn it off. <laughs> turn it off. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It really picked up. Bang your head. I feel like I'm listening to an anime. <laughs> Oh no, it's gonna stop. There's oh. like I feel like that was like the opening credits to the new Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and then just Goku running through the clouds. <laughs> I, I don't know Dragon Ball Z. Can you so, put it in terms of Pokemon? Because my son likes Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ash is throwing the Pokeball. Uh-huh. And then yeah. you just see like the screen behind Pikachu just flying. Yeah. It's like Pikachu's yeah. not really moving, yeah. but like he, the, you get the impression that he's flying really fast. Yeah, and, and Brock Brock gets uh hmm? you know, Brock, he's the one with the squinty. I know eye. Squirtle. Uh yeah, yeah, he uh no that's that's Misty. Misty has Squirtle. Um, what? Uh, Misty. Uh, she's the one with the red hair uh, okay. and the suspenders. Brock has the... Don't watch Rock, it that much. Brock has the Earth-type Pokemons. Uh, yes. Okay. Like Onyx. What? Yeah, Onyx. He's a Rock-type. Onyx. Well, yeah, because Onyx is a type of Rock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything like Skrillex? Uh, no, that's uh, terrible. Okay. And, um, yeah. So not like Skrillex. Not like Skrillex. All right. Yes. yes. Uh, Nick... It's it's been an hour. Cool, it's been an hour of peace and quiet. It has been an hour of peace and quiet. Um, I also like to think that I'm in a better mood now than I was an hour ago. Yeah, we'll see once we. Open. No, no, no. Right now, tell me you are not in a better mood than oh, you were when we started this oh, no, podcast. Oh no, 100 in a better mood. So right now. we would like to thank each and every one of you for making us in a better mood. That's right. Thank you. This and, might and make it's going to come less, and it's going to come crashing down in about two in about seconds. Two Minutes. Yep, drink up because it's about to hit the fan. Oh, yeah. Don't look at the fan because it's going to be covered in yep, grossness. all over. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, from our family to you. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, speaking of, Nick, uh, the next two episodes of Pillow Talk that are going to lead us into the Christmas season. Yes. Uh, well, it's the currently the Christmas the Yule, season. The uh, time. Not that I have a log. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. well, now this is, I think, you think I have a log. <laughs> um, log. Next week's episode is going to be about our favorite Christmas movies. Yes. Uh, the following week's episode is going to be about our favorite like Christmas specials, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas traditions, those kinds yeah. of things, like we did with Halloween. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it'll be the Christmas break. Yeah, and we'll have two great, oh, uh, two great musical songs. intermissions. Oh gosh, two great musical intermissions. Yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna have uh, the the hard lessons. Yes, um, we'll do one, and then we're hoping to feature uh, Trend's new uh, Christmas song in the other. Yeah, so it's gonna that'll be, be pretty great. A uh, couple good musical intermissions, yeah. some Christmas talk. Uh, yeah, it should be pretty awesome. It's going to be a good time. It will be a good time. Yeah. Uh, no restrictions, guys, by the way. We did our top five scary movies for Halloween, not necessarily top five Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time around, just top five Christmas movies. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna time up, so we'll see what they are. We are creeping up on a hundred likes on the. Uh, on the are thing. we? I haven't uh, seen. I, it. I think we've got a couple extra, a couple added likes. Uh, I, I am standing firm behind the chest waxing video. If we hit a hundred likes, whomever we guilted into liking the podcast, thank you. <laughs> yeah, go guilt a friend. Because I'm, I'm standing firm behind this. The day we hit a hundred likes, I will find a way to wax my chest. Oh my gosh, Lord help us all. Yeah. Uh, and on that note, yeah, <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs> 
But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, well, well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Flavors. I forgot. <laughs> at Local Flavors Productions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk.